it's a pretty intense thing, I'm going to tell you. But uh, basically, right after we started Logology, uh, my mother passed away. Uh, she had cancer. So that was like uh, a very troubling time. And actually, that almost killed the company right away. You are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka, where I sit down and interview the top SaaS founders, like Eric Wan from Zoom. If you'd like to subscribe, go to gitlatka.com. We've published thousands of these interviews, and if you want to sort through them quickly by revenue or churn, CAC, valuation, or other metrics, the easiest way to do that is to go to gitlatka.com and use our filtering tool. It's like a big Excel sheet for all of these podcast interviews. Check it out right now at gitlatka.com. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Dagobert Renouf. He spent 12 years uh, programming so far and then finally landed his dream tech job. It's a great team, great salary, good projects. But after three months, he started getting bored and realized that maybe it wasn't the perfect fit after all. He wanted a bigger challenge. He had no other choice than to start his own company. He's now building a company called Logology.co. All right, Dagobert, you ready to take us to the top? Yeah, let's go. All right. Yeah. So what was the full-time job out of curiosity? What were you working on? Uh, I was an engineer and the last full, full-time job, I mean, that dream job I referred to, that was, uh, I was responsible for engineering mobile apps for big companies. I was working at a web, you know, development studio mm-hmm. in the US. I worked remotely. So that was kind of like the perfect job for me. I could work remotely from France for big projects that were in the US. You know, that was for a big TV channel, mobile project. I had lots of responsibilities. Lots of autonomy. The team was great, uh, but I still got bored out of it after a while. But uh, you know, kind of like I, I wanted more out of this. Yeah. When did you quit? Uh, that was uh, uh, three years ago now, almost. That was almost three years ago, and that was after a, a bit more than a year working with them. And and I always like to ask. I mean, when you you quit your full time gig and go into a side project, obviously you ideally have some cash savings to give yourself some time to launch your new project. Yeah. How did you personally think about your financial situation when you quit? So uh, basically, because I was working for a U.S. company uh, and I was living in France, so the where I live, like the cost of living is way less expensive. Uh, so I was able to save a lot of cash during that year. So I basically just thought of like. Uh, saving as much as I could during that time. And then I could use that as my runway for my startup. Yeah. And, and, and so what was that? Can I ask, what was that job paying you full time before you quit? Uh, I was already, I, I was like uh, 80% of the time because I already negotiated wanting to work a bit on a side project. And I was making, I think that was uh, five or 6,000 euros a month for like- was it nervous giving that up? Uh, you know what? Bef- actually, that was my last job, but that's almost my first job because before that, I did freelancing for like ten years. So I was used to like being in the you know, in not having a salary. That was actually a pretty weird experience for me to have a salary for a year. So that wasn't scary, you know. So when you quit, and this was in twenty eighteen, right? Yeah. When you quit, did you already know what you wanted to launch, or were you not sure yet? So that was funny because uh, I had an idea for something. I wanted to create basically kind of like WordPress, but for mobile apps, because mm-hmm. that's what I was working on at the time. So I thought, well, we should make a way to give people a way to create 
a mobile app as easy as it is to run WordPress. So that was my idea. But then uh, I got married um, and uh, with my wife during our honeymoon, she's a graphic designer and we had the idea for what we are working on now. So that's actually my co-founder. It's my wife. Oh, and wow. so, so initially I started with an idea, but during the honeymoon, like that was like a couple months after, uh, we just had this idea of working together on it. And I don't know why, but like, I think it's because we were like, we were in the US doing a road trip for this travel. And that was just like so exciting. And we thought, let's do this crazy thing. And, you know, we decided in a few minutes. So yeah, so it changed everything. And so the, the, the sort of CMS for like mobile apps or WordPress for mobile apps, is that what eventually pivoted into Logology or did you shut that down? Oh yeah, it didn't even pivot it. That was just like, I was just starting to work on it, but I didn't even do anything. So okay. yeah, I didn't. So it's when just, did you launch Logology? So the, uh, so the first launch, uh, we still say we're in beta, but, uh, we, st we're still live for like, uh, that was, uh, late April of last year. So that's a bit more than a year. Okay. Yeah. And is it still pre-revenue or have you launched a paywall yet? Uh, we have revenue. It's not profitable in the terms that we cannot depend on it yet, but we are making money. Like we, we're actually, we had a couple of sales today and we're almost at like the hundred sale. So that's pretty cool. That's exciting. Is it all sort of recurring revenue? You have three plans, $49.99 and $400 per month. Uh, no, it's it's not per month. It's actually one time because oh, it's just oh, like because it's just like a logo for now. We might expand and add stuff on top of it to get more, you know, recurring revenue. But it's hard to find like, uh, you know, when you buy a logo, what would you need to pay for monthly? There's not really anything, so it's more like side services that we could add. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's a one so time. Hundred sales. That's exciting. That's something to celebrate. So, so if you add, yeah, how much revenue from the hundred sales? Well, I guess we must be at around, because uh, I didn't, I don't have it precisely, but I think it's probably 6,000, something like that. Yeah. with the Because we changed price multiple times. Yeah. And so how do you, you know, um, I guess the question is between 2019 and 2020, and even right now as you're scaling, what are you doing to make sure you guys have other cash coming in while you're building your side project? So I got, I mean, it's a pretty intense thing, I'm going to tell you. But uh, basically, right after we started Logology, uh, my mother passed away. Uh, she had cancer. So that was like uh, a very troubling time. And actually, that almost killed the company right away. Because like, honestly, for months, I couldn't work really well, to be honest. And so I was the cash was like, you know, running low and stuff like that. Uh, and so we almost thought about quitting, you know, that was just like end of 2018 and early 2019. And, and my mom was broke also. So I had all this debt coming in. I mean, whole mess, terrible situation, uh, emotionally and financially. And so we were kind of like ready to give it up and we were giving it a few months, but like there was no way we would have been successful in that time frame. And like, I got lucky in the sense that in that terrible situation, there, my mom was pretty young. She was like 60, she was 62 or 64. Uh, I never know, but like she was 62 or 64. And um, because I never know like if it's the date when she had it or like when she died anyway, but she was around 64 and she had like some sort of insurance that could trigger if she passed away before 65. 
And so I got that. And to me, that kind of like, because my mom, when I was very young, she always supported me. Uh, and it felt like some sort of sign, you know, it's weird to say, you know, but like when you, when somebody dies, you, you, you catch these things, like you try to, you know, hold yourself to these signs. And I felt like, wow, uh, that's a sign that that was some sort of out of nowhere, I was ready to close the company and we got this insurance that was, you know, pretty significant. Uh, and that allowed us to keep going for a couple more years. Um, and so I was like, wow, we really need to make this successful now because Mm -hmm. I don't know, like, uh, I felt like I had to make it successful now, kind of like to make her proud in a way, you know, we had a very troubled relationship at the end, but like, there was this thing about, uh, I don't know, like, uh, so, so we kept going and to, but now, uh, my co-founder, so my wife, she's starting to take a few, you know, side gigs, but, uh, that's mostly how we run it now. Remote teams are all the rage right now. In fact, many companies want to stay this way, even post-pandemic. And the reasoning's obvious. Hiring talent from anywhere in the world means you can bring on better talent. But the challenges are very real. How do you manage employees in other countries legally and easily? What about international payroll, employee benefits? What are taxes like in countries that are far away from where you're based? You need to understand all of this, including local paperwork and local compliance for all your remote employees. Now, two of the most successful remote companies, both GitLab and Zapier, have reached multi-billion dollar valuations, and they use a special tool, a secret portal, I like to call it, at remote.com. Remote's platform is easy to use for full-time employees, contractors, and your HR team. They help you scale your international team, your remote team, at a price you can afford. Now, look, when I sign up sponsors, you guys know I like to get a great deal for our listeners. Otherwise, we won't run the sponsorship. Well, Remote has delivered. Sign up today and receive a 50% discount off your first employee for the first three months. Check out NathanLatka.com forward slash remote and enter promo code LATKA to get started. That's NathanLatka.com forward slash remote and promo code L-A-T-K-A. Check it out today before you miss out. So, yeah. so 2018 to 2019, tricky time for you. Um, the insurance was a bit of a surprise. How many years of runway did that give you when it came in? How, like, how much you know of your cash? Did like three, it, uh, three years, three to four years, something like that. Okay. I mean, my savings when I started, I had like two years, and it added like three to four years. Yeah. And and how do you so? Well, like one of the things that I see a lot with founders that raise VC capital is it's so easy to raise money. You see a lot of really good founders stuck in bad ideas and they feel like they can't give up that bad idea because they've raised VC. Yeah. So in your case, if your mom is sort of the angel VC. That's yeah, right? that's kind of it. Yeah, exactly. But but my question to you would be like, if you at some at some point realize Logology cannot scale how you hoped it would scale. Shouldn't, yeah. shouldn't, wouldn't your mom want you to shut it down and, and pivot into something new? And how do you think about that? Yeah, I, the way I think about it is uh, the, the way we created Logology was from like the years of experience working with people in the design uh, industry, you know, doing design services. Uh, my wife was doing that for years. Uh, so we know there's a need. So we don't we didn't even have to validate it. I mean, it was instantly validated. And so it's more about how can we make it successful? So it might not be able to scale. 
right now we are struggling with like distribution, for example, how to scale that. So we're having trouble there. But I, so my, my plan is like, uh, keep giving it like, you know, if, as long as I have ideas for like making it bigger, I keep pushing, uh, and it tends to bring results. And if at some point I can, cannot get bigger, what I will do is I will make it into more like a passive thing. So that's still running. That still makes some revenue, you know, from selling logos from time to time. Mm-hmm. And then I will indeed pivot. And I actually have an idea for a pivot for a while. So it's funny. Uh, it, it, it's something that brought, that was brought up by people naturally. And so, so I might do that, but I still, you know, so I'm trying to not get stuck in like, Oh, I wanted to succeed quickly. And so as long as it becomes, as soon as it becomes challenging, you give up and you're like, yo, let's pivot, let's pivot, let's pivot. I'm more like, there's something there. We have good testimonials. We have good feedback. We have sales. So let's keep pushing. Uh, you know, let's keep taking some risk. But at the same time, we might need to pivot at some point because it might just be unrealistic. So let's be aware of that. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you listen, you caught my eye on Twitter and I went to the site and I said, this is a beautifully designed website. I want to interview this guy. And that's why. I'm oh, yeah. Awesome. So, so my hope is that anyone listening around, they go check out Logology.co. Check out this thing. I mean, if you guys have logos you want designed, you got to support this guy. It's this incredible design. In fact, uh, Dogobert, we on September 9th are having the LAC 1000 SAS award show in Austin, Texas. Yeah. I want to design like a beautiful framed like award with sort of LAC 1000 and like the award. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And like that might be, I mean, I would love to work with you on that. I'd love to pay you to, to design that and maybe uh, to design an actual, like, like the statue, like the award itself. Exactly. Wow. Well, it could be a statue or it could be a print, like a framed thing, like a shadow box sort of deal. But um, yeah, we wow. Work together on that. I would love that. I mean, not me, but like my wife, who's my, who's the designer, she would like, yeah, she would love that. How do you guys split roles? So if she does all the design, what do you do? So I do, uh, well, the business side mm-hmm. and I do the coding and also the UX. Okay. So I'm, I'm, I'm basically like a product guy, uh, with engineering and she's really focused on the logos and also like the vision behind how do we make the product work? Cause it's like, you know, it's a specific way to get a logo. Like you answer questions about the values of your company. And then we tell you, this is the kind of logo that's right for you. So that all comes from like, her work as a designer when she was consulting. So she brings that vision of like that vision for design, uh, how to design a good logo and how, and, and my job is to translate that into an actual product. Mm-hmm. So it's really complementary team. So when you say convert into a product, are you actually doing product UI and UX like design? Yeah. 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 Cause okay. uh, I used to, you know, cause I freelance for so long. I used to have many different roles over, over years. And so, yeah, I can do UX too. And that's what I do on Logology. I see. So that's like, that's how you're generating extra income is it's not just a logo. You're also doing full-fledged product like UI, UX design. Uh, no, 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 no. For, for now, uh, for now, it's just a logo. Uh, that's actually the pivot idea is to do landing pages, but we're not doing that now. Yeah. Uh, but what I'm saying is that when I was freelancing before I started Logology, um, I used to do that as a service. Yeah. I see. And it's just, just team size around, just the two of you, right? Yeah, we had a third co-founder for a while. Uh, and then we had to split because like, we didn't work that well together. So it was good for a time. It actually helped us quite a lot because he helped us see things differently. He was more into marketing. Uh, 
Mm-hmm. And, uh, and also because we're like a couple, me and my wife, sometimes you just get stuck in ideas and you don't see, you know, it's, it's hard to, I mean, it's good to have an external perspective. So he helped us with that for a while, but then like uh, we didn't work. It, it wasn't working really well. So we had to stop. Yeah. How much equity did he own? Uh, we had given him uh, 25%. Okay. And then we, but then when he left, like we bought it back. How did you negotiate the price? Like how much did you pay to buy it back? Well, I, I'm not sure I can say the price because we signed tons of contracts. So I'm not sure I can say the price. What I can say is uh, the way we thought about the price is, honestly, the company wasn't worth anything when we when we did that. So it was more in terms of like, okay, he spent more a bit more than a year with us. And now he's going to be uh, left with nothing. Uh, so we need to make it, you know, good for him that like he spent time so that we kind of like estimated kind of like a salary that we, he would have gotten because we had so little revenue at the time that he left that there was no way of estimating it. And we wanted to keep that he kept his shares, but he really didn't want that. He wanted to leave and have 0%. So we just fought back, you know, estimated kind of like, uh, well, you're all in. You, you guys are all in. We're certainly rooting for you. Let's uh, let's wrap here with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite business book? That's zero to one. Number two. by Peter Thiel. Is there a CEO you're following or studying, Dagobert? Uh, uh, I no. I I try to avoid that. I would say Steve Jobs. It's very basic, but that's uh, number number three. Yeah. What's your favorite online tool for building logology? For building, actually, uh, for you, when you're doing product UX UI design, like what's your favorite tool right now in that space? Oh, for that, that would be Sketch. That's okay. like the best tool for me. Yeah. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Uh, seven to eight. Yeah. Okay, so pretty healthy. And then it sounds like you know you're married, right? Wife, not fiance. Yeah, wife. Any kids? No, no, we don't have kids. No kids yet. And how old are you? Uh, I'm 32. She's 40 almost. 32. So we kind of, we kind of like had to make the choice about kids. So right now we're not having kids. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you're 32. So last question here. What's something you wish you knew when you were 20? I wish I knew that. Ah, it's so funny. So, such a funny question. I would say I didn't expect that. Um, I mean, you, even when you get older, you still you still feel like when you're young. So that that would be the thing I would tell myself is like it never stops. Like you always doubt, you always like not really know. Like it's normal, so get used to it. That's what I would tell myself. Guys, be comfortable with doubt. You heard it here from Dagobert Building Logology He gave up a six thousand euro per month job back in 2018 to pursue his side project. Pivoted many times and almost said, you know, we have to shut this down before his mom tragically passed away, and but left him with a bit of capital to keep going and stick with it. He's about to pass his 100th customer, which we love, and six grand in revenue at Logology.co. Check it out. Dagobert, thanks for taking us to the top. Yeah, thank you.